Passion, drive, and patience. That's the formula for winning championships and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. They have superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, they've got it all ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber and not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins let's keep your ride or die alive today at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Let's hash it out hash from it out. Texas 2022 uh, playoff race. When I got to you under caution, I definitely meant to send a message. <laughs> yeah. But when you went spinning through the infield, I was like, oh, the following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. What's up, guys? Welcome to Actions Detrimental with our very special guest, William Byron, and my co-host, Mr. Jared D. Allen. Jared, I saw you doing uh, pictures and autographs. I had two yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was kind of a trap, though, because... Uh, you had that that Q and A, and of course they ask about the podcast, right? And then and you point me out, and then everyone goes wild. And then uh, I was walking to the side stage, and someone asked, you know, can you sign this? I was like, you really want me to destroy your hat for you? <laughs> and uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, all right, well, after when 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 Denny comes over here to sign, and then you had I forgot you had another appearance, so you didn't come over to sign. And as I was walking away, I couldn't I couldn't just blow. Well, off. someone someone came came rushing to my cart after that Q and A and says, um, Hey, should I go embarrass Jared and ask to take a picture <laughs> with him? I said, absolutely. That'll work. Sure. That'll do it. <laughs> popular. Yeah. In popular. Apparently. What about a uh, week off? What'd y'all do? Yeah. I went to uh Nantucket like up there, in, uh, Rhode Island. So it was fun. It was kind of chilly, um, like 60s, 70s, but it was nice to get away and be on the water a little bit. How about nice. you? I yeah. went on a, Van life, backpacking, road trip through uh, Utah. Did some climbing, some mountain biking. Lived out of the back of a car. Nice. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. It, it looks fun. It was. Uh, I, was the nights cold? They were like 55, 60. They weren't too oh, bad. Okay, so that's yeah. sleeping weather. Yeah. Yeah, if you were sleeping in a tent, it was, it was perfect. You just needed one blanket, and, and you were good to go. So is this the first time you went climbing like, and on a significant? Yes mountain yeah like i've done i've done some outdoor climbing here in in north carolina but it just doesn't really compare to out west or at least the what we were doing out there i don't i don't think it really compares that's that's a whole nother level yeah yeah well i i uh took the kiddos to 
uh, the beach. I had fun with them. Um, you know, I, I always like every day is vacation for those guys during the summer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, between that and here at the house, if they're, if they're bored, then we got issues. So, uh, they had a lot, they had a really good time. I had a good time taking a little break. Now we're on the, uh, home stretch, 20 races to go to the end of the season. So, um, time, time to get going for sure. We have William Byron here because he is our winner of our bracket challenge. Uh, and thank you, William. Yeah. I, I told you it was very important for me for you to win this because yeah. you helped me win my <laughs> golf guys pool. Um, I, good. I, I, I backdoor covered these guys. I was in middle of the pack the whole time. And then I was the only one that had you winning the whole thing. So, cool. um, and anyone who would listen, you know, early on, I have been very high on you all year talking about, you know, he's yeah. in my final four. I uh, just think this is going to be a breakout year for William. So cool to have you on. And uh, yeah, just talking about kind of the, the race this weekend. And yeah. um, so what did, with, with the bracket challenge, um, obviously, you know, you, you leaned into it a, a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you started your own thing at the, in the uh, Coke E-Series, right? Yeah. Uh, with Logitech. Yeah. With the uh, iRacing series. Yeah. So we, we're doing a, a bracket there as well. So, I mean, it'd be cool. Those guys are competitive and um, it'll be nice to see those little battles. But yeah, it was, I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought I listened to you guys, you know, um, not every show, but, but some, and um, I, I saw the bracket come out and I was like, man, this is the way we're running, I think this is a great opportunity to, yeah. to make some moves. So it was cool. Like not every matchup I looked at, but um, certainly the Reddick won at, at Darlington. He lined up in front of me on the, <laughs> on the second last restart. Oh, really? Yeah. And he went in that big wreck and like literally just like, like he got hooked right. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> so you knew that you were up against Reddick. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that one I did because I thought that one was tough. I mean, he's good at Darlington and uh, I thought we'd be running right around each other. So um so yeah it was it was cool i uh i i got wiped i got cleaned out uh in the the bowman berry team as we as we call it <laughs> oh, yeah. the Rella bowman berry team <laughs> yeah dynamic they, duo which, yeah. which william beat <laughs> yeah they uh they beat me right yeah. at, at the coke 600 yeah. when uh, i finished it last but uh yeah it was just um you know this this weekend was was cool at uh, Nashville. Obviously, always a good vibe there. We had a sellout crowd again. Uh, that oh, wait, hold up before we oh, wait. before we move on from the bracket. Um, I was just curious of like as a whole, if since you won this, right? What would if the prize was three million dollars? If yeah. NASCAR is eventually to take this over, um, like, what were you I thinking do? about? Yeah, when you when you won, like, were you thinking about that? Like, man. This would have been a big payday if this was real. Yeah, it would have been really cool if there's some money on on the line. But I think, um, yeah, one year too soon maybe. But I, I feel like it, it's a really good idea because I I think there's there is that kind of summer lull with NASCAR that you know people either tune in or they're on the you know on the lake or doing whatever. So I I feel like it's nice to have those battles. I know my high school buddies like they loved watching it. They're they were tuned in so. Um, they're, they're somewhat betters themselves. So they like to look at those matchups and kind of figure out which tracks better for each guy. Yeah. So you had people texting you about the bracket, like, Hey, I yeah. need you to, yeah. <laughs> a couple guys for sure. And I, my crew chief at the end, he was like, all right, let's, let's make sure we <laughs> lock this thing up here. <laughs> well, I mean, and I mean, you, you kind of took what, what should have been, I mean, not should have been, 
you know, Brad in the final at, at yeah. uh, Sonoma, next thing you know, you guys are qualifying 24th <laughs> and 26th or something like that. It was just like, That's rough. what <laughs> What are they doing back there? So, And at the end of the race, we talked about it. that They were two spots. 14th and 16th. I, I, yeah. I was like, I can't give up a spot. I was in the infield care center, by the way, getting my vitals checked. And, <laughs> and I'm watching the monitor, and I'm looking to see what's the st- – right, well, where's my cars, first of all? Yeah. Okay. I see Tyler Reddick going the wrong way on the racetrack, so I know he's not going to win. Yeah. And then uh, I, I check out the William Byron and uh, Brad Kozlowski battle, and I'm like, oh, they're only within a second of each other. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Brad's trying to chase him down so hard, I know it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, appreciate you guys agreeing to come on. It started yeah. by uh, – by the way, Dale Jr. owes you some sun drop, uh, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. That's so right. we're going to have to make sure he pays yeah. up on that. Yep. It was funny because Brad tweeted, and Brad started this. He right? started. He, he said, "I'll come on if I win." Yep. And then you were like, well, "I'll be there." Yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, I was in the sim, and I'm reading that as I'm between runs, and I'm like, "Okay, I, I this I this is a deal." So yeah, it was good. Speaking of the sim, like, uh, you feel ready for Chicago? Not at all. <laughs> I haven't done any. I haven't done any. I I looked at. I actually uh, I got my iRacing guys to send me a video of just yeah. a lap, but I mean. I haven't done much. I we ran that iRacing racing race and I was actually terrible. I mean, Ty Gibbs was actually really good that week, but um we'll see. I don't know. I think it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I um I think that's super helpful. I we as you know, we I mean we hired Keegan Leahy over at twenty three eleven to be our driver. Yeah. Uh driver coach and he's he was super helpful. I think he helped uh Reddit quite a bit at the uh at, at Coda. Yeah. Um he worked with me at Sonoma. Um, so yeah, those guys, I mean, they're just, they're really, really good at what yeah. they do and they know how, you know, to optimize the line and, and whatnot. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's w- on any given week, will you, in the simulator, will you be in the sim every week or is it just kind of depend on the racetrack where yeah. you feel like you need to get better? Yeah, it depends on the racetrack. I think honestly, I'm kind of, uh, labeled as the sim guy, but I don't do a lot during the season just because I'm racing so often. I more so race in the late models that I, that I do on the off time. So I think honestly doing that, um, and just doing the Chevy sim, you know, going to the Chevy sim, doing a little bit of racing here and there, um, depending on the racetrack. Yeah. It's uh, what got you into doing the late model stuff? Honestly, just trying to get better. I think honestly, I was like, that wasn't a period in my career I didn't spend a lot of time in. And so I felt like I was like in and out real quick. And I felt like if I went back, I could learn some stuff about tire management, kind of figure out what I could get better at with that. So, um, I think it's, it's expensive. I wish it was more cost, um, appropriate, but I agree with that. Yeah. It's tough, it's but hard on those short track guys, man. I mean, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. The equipment's, I mean, it's just, you're replacing, you know, brake rotors every, every race to be competitive. So it's, uh, it's tough, but I think, um, yeah, I just thought it could make me a little bit better. And I think it has, I think it's, it's gotten me some more track time. I'm, I was really green when I got in the cup series. So I feel like it's helped me get kind of break that, uh, barrier with how many little races I have. So for the people who don't know, like what was your, what is your timeline? And, and I don't even know really exactly of like, what was your timeline of, wanting to be a race car driver to making it to the cup series yeah i mean i was always watching as a fan when i was really young like i wasn't i mean my family didn't they weren't in racing at all so i was just turning on the tv watching truck races watching xfinity like i would come home 
like I was a homer. And so I, I was pretty introverted as a kid and I would come home and watch the truck races at night and fall asleep and, and then watch Xfinity and cup. I collected the die cast, like one twenty four scale cars. And I had a, like a Sterling Marlin car at first and just, it went into like, you know, collecting those and then watching on TV. And then, I mean, obviously eventually I got into a real car, but it was more so the eye racing that kind of like, I, I heard a lot of like cup drivers talking about eye racing. And that's really for me as a fan, I'm like, what's the next step? Like what, how can I get more involved? And I feel like that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't. I was like 11, 12 years. I was 12 wow. years old. So, um, and then I got in a car at 15. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's a short, you know, Dang. path, but yeah. When did your parents get invested into this journey? If they were um, following NASCAR? I think they're more invested now than ever. Like they're so yeah. into like at it now. Like the start of your career. Like how do you, yeah. how do you tell them, Hey, I want to race if they're not naturally. Yeah. Well, it, it started, my dad and I would go to races. So okay. we'd, we'd go to Martinsville. We'd go to five or six a year. So we'd go to Martinsville one, um, in the spring because it just worked out. It, you know, I had a, it was maybe a holiday and then, um, we go to Charlotte, we go to the All-Star and the 600, then we go to Darlington. Darlington was actually before that, so we'd go to like three in a row because they were all close, and then um, I'd say five or six, Bristol, um, but really just spend a lot of time in the car with him talking racing, and I mean, I think he just realized how dedicated I was to it, and when they would come, when they would come home from work and see me eye racing every day, like, and then I started winning races, and they see how my race craft was, they're like, man, like, if he could ever just get in a car. And, um, so I just kept pushing to go to the racetrack and eventually like with us legends being in Charlotte or Concord, I was able to go up there to their shop and watch some of the races and eventually did their driving school, which sounds crazy, but I, I went in there like little driving school and did that. So you've been doing real life race car driving for 10 years. Is that right? 10 years. Yep. Yeah. That's amazing. Half of my cup career. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. He's got three wins. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm aware, Jared. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a crazy journey, and it's crazy about, like, how much, you know, commitment it takes. My parents were the same yeah. way. I mean, my mom was into it, but until they had, like, a powder puff race at, at the dirt track in Amelia Motor Raceway that I yeah. used to race at, until she got in a go-kart and ran the mom's race, yeah. like, at that point on, she was hooked to you know really being my supporter and <laughs> and showing up and and supporting all my racing my dad always you know he he would you know it was a combination of him and my mom on the financial side you know yeah. had very regular jobs and try to keep it going yeah but uh you know i was i was going to be content you know working at my dad's trailer shop i you know i yeah. like that job i was or i was going to be content being just a local Southside speedway local hero like i yeah. wanted to be the guy that when you get to the short track, like everyone grabs their stopwatch to see like what <laughs> yeah. times he's running, you know, yeah. and, and just everything happened so quickly. I went from late models to cup in 18 months. So it yeah. was just wow. really, That's really insane. quick. And um, it, it's it's great to see that like, you know, your your talents and you and you win, you make it to the next level. Right. And, yeah. it, and Josh Berry this week is another guy that uh, you know is getting getting to cup on on his merits and yeah. his his accomplishments so uh, it's really cool to see um, Josh is um, a, a, a great dude uh, I didn't get to race against him that much I don't know if you yeah. raced against him much in the short track ranks I did he was my teammate yeah he kind of so I was at JRM so he he kind of showed me the ropes and late models so 
um, I did I did spend a lot of time with him. Yeah, he's um I mean he in the short track ranks he was just really known as the guy like the tire saving guy. He could really yeah. make his car last a long time. Um, I tell you in the Cup Series the only the only concern I have for Josh is speed. Yeah. Like he, he's you're gonna have to get a little faster. You know I think his racecraft is great. I think you know he was able to win tracks like Dover pretty early in his career. Um, it's just a matter of the speed. These cup guys have speed, speed right? Intense, right? Intense. You can't like last night. You can't uh, like that I, track was no fall off, and you're just boom, I, boom, boom. I, you know, they they asked me after the race, oh, "What do you need?" I'm like, "I need like two hundreds a lap. Like <laughs> yeah. add all that up, and and I'm yeah. there, right?" Yeah. And it's just once we got single filed out, it was you had to be significantly faster. So that yeah. then goes into qualifying and it goes into restarts and that's the speed aspect that that you really have to be good to be in cup uh but i think he's going to do a great job for those guys and and happy for rodney and that whole four team to to get a good talent like him so you're saying he needs to he needs to find more speed mm-hmm. and i'm as the non nascar driver here or racer yep i'm guessing that's um you know the information you give your crew chief well somewhat but it's like, yeah. It's you're saying he needs to find more. He's great at at tire management and his racecraft, right? Which is something you can get from late models. Like, are you? Is the is there? An I think he can learn speed. speed I, I think he can learn speed because there's more information in Cup. There's more data. There's more sim time he, he's going to get. Like even in Xfinity, right? He never really is P1 in practice, or really even the top three. He just kind of. He just keeps getting faster as the weekend goes on. Yep. And so, I mean, that's his style. And, and I, I, that was been my style for, it was probably my first 10 years of my career, the same way. But as you start getting more information out there of, all right, well, and I say or to my team, I want to be faster. How can I be faster? Yeah. Then we just work on being quick for five laps, right? And so I think that he'll have the tools available to him to be to work on that for sure. Yeah. Was was there a challenge for you coming into Cup Series replacing such an iconic driver who who won a lot similar to what Josh is going to be doing? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think my situation was different. It was kind of rebranded. Like I had Casey's team and it was rebranded into Jeff uh, or into the 24, but I still had Jeff's like insight and kind of um, help off the track. So yeah, it was tough because you're like, man, I just kind of want to learn and be out of the out of the limelight like I think what they're doing with Ty is really good because you know they're he's just being able to race and and not really get not, a lot of you're talking about not being in the 18 car yeah exactly okay, yeah. yeah like being being kind of in a different like rebranded situation but I think long term it was awesome I think I wouldn't I wouldn't do it different I just the first year I think I was so young and uncomfortable like with everything going on like it was just it was a lot like if I wasn't running well I usually crash because I'm like 24 can't be running like this. Like, <laughs> I can't be running 20th. So it's just, it's a lot of pressure, but, but well, you get over it. What do you feel like clicked with you in the last year and a half? Um, just comfort. I think honestly, just kind of getting my team and getting out of my shell a little bit with my, my race team. Like I was, I was a little bit too nice with just how I went about things, like what I needed in the car and how I needed to have things and, um, what worked for me. So I think just being comfortable and, um, same thing on the racetrack, just being a little bit more confident, comfortable with what decisions I make. It seems like Rudy too. Like it, it was right around the same time that he came over as well. That that you guys were 
it just it just worked. Yeah. Yeah, I think he believes what I say about the car, and I think we can just have that open dialogue of just, hey, this is what I really need, and I think he can go to work and look at the data. And um, and he's pretty young, too, and he's new in his cup career, so he can kind of he can use all that, and um, he's very driven. So I feel like we just work really well together. We, we have similar personalities. Yeah, I, I think that that's so important within a driver and crew chief combination is the trust, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not second guessing. Well, the car'd be fine if you drove it this way, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just, Hey, they know that when you're telling them information on how to make it faster, they're just going to do it. Yeah. I had that same relationship with Chris Gavehart. Like if, if he says, Hey, I need you to run in reverse for two laps around the <laughs> racetrack. I'm like, all right, well, surely there's a reason behind that. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> going to go do it. Right. Yeah. And so, I'm very open to, you know, getting better and still it, you know, at my age, I still want to continue to learn to get better because I think the talent is continuing to get better and better and it's harder and harder to compete yeah. and win. So, uh, it, when you got a crew chief that, that, you know, believes in you and, and they, they trust you, you're going to have great results for sure. Yeah. Well, um, Nashville, Nashville right? Nashville. Nashville. We had a Carl Edwards sighting again. <laughs> I think he's starting to get warmed up to the thought that's what i would think but his his quote he gave bob didn't sound like Did you, he's interested but, but the not first sentence and the yeah. last sentence contradicted opposite. the <laughs> opposite i didn't see it but all i know is my girlfriend she's like when she sees carl around she's like man he's he's a uh what do they call it a dilf <laughs> <laughs> oh hey <laughs> no no but no but he's uh he i always i always like carl he's a great race car driver so i had to throw that in there <laughs> oh man yeah uh, he, he says he says he'd, he'd love to come back but then i don't really want to come back yeah. but it would be a lot of fun yes but the hits are really hard so that's why i'm not gonna be back really but i won't but if i come back i won't be driving like what does that mean yeah, you can hire him. He's looking for a job. <laughs> if he comes back, he won't be driving. You should hire him. You got good cars. He, he yeah, would fit right in. I, I've I have talked to Carl um, early on when we started this race team um, about doing some one-off stuff. Um, yeah. I'd be interested in that for sure. He does some sim work for, for us. Really? Uh, he's done some Chicago stuff um, for us at JGR and... Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think he's, I mean, I talked to him at that NASCAR 75 celebration and he's, he's itching a little bit. I think, really? I think he does miss it, uh, for sure. Um, so we'll see, we'll see where this goes. I don't think this story ends anytime soon. Um, I, I was looking though, I think he's, is he 45 or 46? He's Travis, Travis is on it. Uh, he'll let us know. Racing season is underway. New customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DENNY. Bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DENNY only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 
Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash auto racing terms. So, you know, I, I just to wrap up the, the whole JRM thing, too, um, you know, we, we definitely need to give props to Dale Jr. and J, JRM. Um, yeah. 10 drivers that have gone through their stable uh, to go to cup. And, and he mentioned, you know, that he is, he understands his role at, as an Xfinity owner, as a stepping stone to cup. Like he knows, you know, listen, yeah. I, I have my front office <laughs> guys and girls taken just about every year. And I mean, I, I've tried to hire an engineer away from uh, a, a year ago and um, I just, you know, he's like, you know, that's what my role is in this sport. I'm, I'm okay with, you know, being the development into cup, you know, it's proud for me to see that people, you know, start here and they make it to a a, a big race team. So, um, you know, it would be great to see him, uh, to, to get in cup. I'd like to see JRM, um, you know, make their way to cup. I know he's, he's trying sort of, um, I think he's going to have to pony up a little more than he's wanting to, to, to do it. Uh, but he'd be a great addition, and obviously he's he's great for the sport. And I only say he's great because he's my boss. Yeah. While we're on this microphone, so I thought you were throwing that in there. Yeah. yeah. So Nashville, yeah. um, you know, was it an exciting race? I tell you, it was an exciting restart. I was right well, behind you guys. Oh, you know, we're yeah. three wide. Yeah. Uh, early on in that race, uh, and I was watching. I was like. Look at these guys. They're such gentlemen, leaving yeah. each other plenty of room. No one's, you know, everyone's just waiting on. Well, the first guy to, to make make a mistake, yep. and then you're battling it out too wide. But um, I I had the same battle with Martin uh, for gosh, yeah, gosh. You know, five or six laps. We were side by side. I was watching that. And you guys were just driving away. I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Were you single file? Yeah, I was third. I'm oh. just like, car feels great, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Watching on TV is like, those, like, those guys are running side by side for two laps. Well, and they're driving away from the yeah. cars behind them. And I kept we kept yo-yoing, and it's like. Okay, well, how can I stop this yo-yo effect? Because the, the, yep. the, clearly he's in the lane that's a little bit preferred, but I, I just, you know, you can manipulate the guy beside your car so much, yep. you know, and make him have to lift if he needs to. And finally I was like, I'm going to go down the straightaway a little bit different here and then complete the pass off of turn two, which it worked. But, um, yeah, it just seems like this car in general, you can really get stalled out that two-by-two for yeah. sure, but then when you get single file, it's like, boy, they better hit traffic. They better hit traffic, <laughs> or they, you know, something's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that three wide battle was was fun. I mean, I I kind of uh, I, I missed turn one. I, I got in. I got tight. I didn't Where really were get you a, in this three wide battle. Uh, I was in the middle the okay. whole time. Yeah, but I I had the lead off pit road, which you know, great pit stop. And then I um yeah, I just got into one, kind of went straight. Truex wrapped the bottom, and then uh, it was pretty much just a side draft game after that. But I. I don't know when you're in the middle of three, like you're trying to get a little bit of air off him. And then you're <laughs> yeah. like, wait, wait, he's going away. Now, now I yeah. got to get him. So it was, it was fun. But I mean, I, I didn't think I was, I don't know. I thought I had one shot into three that I got um, a run on Ross. I got a good side draft and I thought I'd get him, but didn't. So, yeah, it, it's just, those two were the class of the field when it, when he looked at practice too, it was like, yeah. it was, I thought it was pretty obvious that those were the two best cars. And um, yep. that's why I, I I left there thinking this is about all we had. Like we weren't 
you know, a, a top five card in practice, but we made it better. But I just thought that they were just, I mean, milliseconds faster every single lap. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. You know, the track widened out quite a bit. I, you know, I loved NBC. I told, uh, I was giving Steve Letarte about, um, man, you guys are really doing the sales job on, uh, you know, hey, look how wild and crazy the Xfinity race. And the, you know, I was like, I says, yeah. I, I, I get it, you know, but we're going to be racing at night. We have shifting. We have less <laughs> fall off. There's a lot of factors that is a lot different. Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, it's, it's tough because all the cup guys are so good. They're not going in there and cleaning out. Yeah. You know, the there's guys not those like, mistakes. <laughs> there's just God, not watch on Saturday. It's, I mean, there's a lot of exciting racing on Saturday <laughs> and like when the grip level's not there, just. Just back it down. It's, like it was unbelievable to see. I I think I started. I went and after practice, I went in my bus and I was going to go back to my hotel in Nashville. And I thought, well, I'll just watch the first fifty laps. And then, mm. you know, two hours later, it's like you know, I still got fifty to go. And it's like, wow, man, this this is this. It was painful to watch on some yeah. of the restarts for sure. But yeah, um, it's just you know, you got a mix of some experience with. Justin Algaier, who's been there for a long time, and you got a lot of young guys, Sammy Smith and mm -hmm. uh, Cole Custer's coming back. So it's just there's a big mix of talent that's in that series, and it, and it honestly makes it compelling. Yeah, mo most weeks, um, yeah. truck race as well. You, you know, you, I look forward to watching them. Uh, like you said, it's just those races. You, you almost don't know what's going to happen in the Cup race. Like I yeah. feel like it's a little more predictable for sure. Mm -hmm. It is. I'm, I think Xfinity, they just, yeah, you, you can hit it right. Like one guy can hit it right and figure something out. And all of a sudden he's, ke you know, catching the leader. So it's just, you don't have that as much in cup. Yeah. The, um, so I thought Nashville was a, a good race. Um, it certainly has some good restarts and whatnot. Uh, it, it is challenging. It, listen, it was challenging 20 years ago when we raced there in Xfinity cars, uh, for passing. It's actually much wider. Uh, that this this cup car lays you know rubber down and the yeah. car doesn't want to go over that rubber so we can continue to move around all the time which creates yep. that wide lane. Um, I I didn't really feel the resin as much. I, I don't know if they did it as much as they did in previous years, but it, it didn't seem as grippy or it was already burned off before we we got there. But yeah, it, it's um it seems like. We, we definitely have work to do. I know they're going to work on that splitter, um, that mm -hmm. up-down splitter uh, coming up at a test. Um, yeah, I'm doing that test. It, are you doing that test? or No, no. I think Seabell's think doing it yeah. for us. But, you know, I, I'm i more of a on Dale Jr.'s side where it's a, it's a tire thing, it, yeah. you know, a shifting thing. I think that that, you know, if there's some way we could figure out how to get rid of the shifting, uh, we would have to run more top end RPM because we would be bogged down so bad if we had to run fifth gear all the way yeah. around the track. Um, but yeah, I think that that really plays a factor in the in the in the passing capability. Um, I mean, you can pass, but you're going to pass slap cars. You're going to pass someone when they really lose the balance. Yeah, for the first like 20, 25 laps, right? We're yeah. all just. Once you get single filed out, it's like, all right, this is where I'm going to be for a yeah. while until, you know, you just hope to keep up with the, the cars that are in front of you. They start to, their tires and their car degradate, and then you yeah. make moves on them. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, with the old car, it was like more so momentum on exit was where you made passes. Like you had like, if you were just a, a few RPM better than the, the yeah. next guy, that's how you it got it. It lasted all the way down the straightaway, yeah. right? I mean, that yeah. run that you generated, I mean, that's short track racing. And that's where yeah. I feel like I, I kind of honed skills that I had on, on the short tracks is that I ran late model stocks. We, we didn't have any power, right? So it was all just how can you keep the center going as quick as you can to carry that speed all the way down the straightaway. Yeah. And that's what passing, uh, that's how you passed. And so these yeah. things, yeah, with it, with it, the way it is, it's like you're charging entries and then you're just, you know, you're moving your men's speed around the corner and then grabbing a gear, right? Yeah. And so it's so different than what it used to be, for sure. Yeah, I think it's tires, too, because it's, I mean, they, they get hot, but then you can get that pace back, you know, if you get them, if you get them cooled off. So it's, they're not wearing out yep. a lot. Yeah, it is. A lot of it is is definitely heat-based. Um, you know, the, the fall-off, I think we had... I don't know. After a green flag stop, I, I think I was thirty fifties and would end thirty one low thirty one. So it was yeah. just over half a second, which I mean the whole field is so tight um on, on speed that I mean you really need to be probably two tenths faster than someone to really go up there, catch them, make a pass on yeah. them. Um and it's just hard to do that for sure. Um unless th- you're Ross Chastain. Unless you're Ross, um, he did. He ran me down on the super. It was it was a really long run. I was arrow blocking the shit out of Truex because I'm like, you know, if I let him if I let him go, I'm I'm not gonna win. Like it, you know, caution could come. Anything. Yeah. Uh, guys battle each other now for track position, especially at a place like that, more than ever, just because you know that every spot that you go back from first, your yeah. car is gonna slow down just a few hundreds, and and so. Um, yeah, I, I tried to held, I held off Martin for the bulk of the run and while trying to, you know, while trying to keep in front of him, slowed kind of both of us down, Ross comes and he was strong in the long run. Anyway, he ran us down past Martin pretty quickly, then passed me pretty quickly and easily as well. Um, and then we, uh, had that last stop and, and he just, uh, did a good job cycling through and keeping the lead. And that was pretty much it for us would you have? yeah yeah i mean i thought we were okay we were uh fifth we were running around fifth uh for most of the night finished six but um yeah i think ross was what i noticed early i mean i had track position i was actually pretty good when the sun was out i was the top i was like a third to fourth place car and then um ross would always come on like we'd get to maybe 20 laps to go in the stage and he would start you know filling up my mirror and it would just it was just a matter of time. He could yeah. run like he could run up in one and two and, and carry a lot of speed. And, um, I thought Reddick was really good too. Like he, we came off pit road side by side and he lost the wheel. Um, but I, I think Ross just, yeah, long run just had, um, but they had speed all weekend. I just was, I was kind of surprised. I thought Truex was the best, but it looked like he built free off. So yeah. it looked like he was struggling on exit, um, more than, more than Ross. Yeah, I, I thought that Reddick was strong as well. Just from what I saw in the first stage, I was uh, you know, fourth or fifth. And I, I know that he went and passed Ross uh, late in the first stage to win the stage. And so um, yeah. the team's been hindered by pit road stuff for sure. We got to figure that out. It's it's just 
it's really kind of holding them back a little bit right now. Um, so that's, that's frustrating for sure. Certainly, uh, the caution benefited us when it did come out oh, because yeah, uh, you, you were the leader. <laughs> I was the lucky dog, which was that's weird. right. I was the lucky dog. So I'm running at that time. I would have been running second to Truex, but cause Reddick and I were side by side for second and he lost the wheel and you were the leader. So I didn't get the lucky or I got the lucky dog, but I got a free pit stop out of it, which was weird. And then I got to line up. I mean, it's never worked out. I've I, never had it work out that it's way. It's weird. Sometimes it cycles that way where, yeah. like, the guys that have to wave around, you end up, as a lucky dog, it's better to, I guess, well, if you wave around, the other gar- cars have pitted. So, yeah, it yeah. just worked out that way to where, <laughs> yeah, you got a free pit stop, stress-free. Yeah. You know you're going to come old. out fourth. Yeah. And and it's <laughs> like, yeah, all right. So, so yeah. when he told me, he's like, well, there's only three cars on the lead lap, uh, I'm like, Okay, that's good. But well, we're gonna have everyone wave around, but they got, you know, starting the back. They, they, yeah, they got they're behind us on their own worst tires, so I like their chances there. But, uh, yeah, that that caution was uh, untimely for for some. Uh, it was good for us. It it kept our track position up up front. But um, definitely, Reddick finishing thirtieth is not an indication of what they had. It would have been interesting to see if they had the speed. I mean, they were faster than us all weekend. Um, whether they had Quick. the speed to to contend with the 19 and, and one, I think they did. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, it was an uneventful race from a crash perspective. It really wasn't yeah. much going on except for the Blaney incident. Um, I don't know if you saw that one. I did. So I, I mean that started up front. I hit, so I was pushing Brad and like, you know, I had Ross behind me. He laid back quite a bit. So I laid, so I kind of like saw yeah. that. So I'm like, okay, so I had a huge run. And I'm pushing Brad at the start finish. And I think just when I moved out to pass, I'm pushing him. And I, it looked like he just, like, I don't know if it bounced off the chip real hard. And he just. I watched the end car. I didn't. It sounded like it just didn't go in gear. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I had also said that. Did you did you run into the back of him before? I the, did. Yeah. I he hit, said he I lost the. He, it, but the, the impact he felt was so much that he lost. Yeah. The, but I, I watched you know, the video. Yeah. Like, I watched his end car. And, you know, NASCAR posted, you know, with these in cars that they got now, they, they put it up on, on the site pretty quick, is that I watched him and he was accelerating. And usually you can see or hear you get run into, like the RPMs will go up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like he went and it didn't go in gear. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I didn't see a huge bump, but I saw, I mean, we were all, I, I listen, I'm, I'm waiting on someone to, plow into the back of me on a restart if i'm on the front row so um it's yeah you're not it was that timing of like maybe his shift came up earlier because i was hitting him yeah it could be could be for sure yeah you're you're not really trying to get jumps on restarts anymore it's like you know you just want to get linked up yeah Yeah. with whoever's behind you but that caused some chaos i guess in, in the back of the field and uh blaney got the worst end of it but um, that looked like a big hit. He, yeah. Oh. I was looking at the speed, and I'm like, oh, well, he's slowing down a lot. But then it looked like he started well, like to speed he tried up. tried to save it once he hit the concrete. I wonder if he tried to let off the brake to so then he could steer. Catch it. it but yeah. Because it looked like he was sliding, and he was getting slower, slower, slower. And then he hit concrete or asphalt, and then he sped up again. Now, not like hitting the gas, but it looked like he just maybe got off the brake to try to let it correct because he knew he was going to hit the wall, mm-hmm. and it just increased the speed. But it was 
he obviously hit a part of the track that <laughs> did not have a safer yeah. barrier. And that's stink. Trust me, as a guy that Sucks. broke my back uh, hitting a wall with no safer barrier, it, it stinks for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. wild to think about that years ago, that was just the normal. Man, oh. I hit I hit the wall. So that California next-gen crash that I had oh, that's right. was no safer. Oof, was big. Yeah, and that was before a lot of changes to the <laughs> car, big. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was really the talking point for us when we Going were talking about next-gen yeah. was like, yeah. Williams hit and the yeah. test, right? Yeah, he, <laughs> he my he's head. telling me he's telling us it hurt. <laughs> so how can we fix this, right? So believe uh, me, <laughs> many many slots in the chassis later, we're 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 getting there for sure. But uh, I know Blaney said uh, he'd pay for it if he needed to, but hopefully we don't need that. Uh, Jerry from NASCAR, he you know he goes and checks all these racetracks out before on uh, and and make sure they're all safe but sometimes something gets slipped through the cracks you know and they'll, i'm sure they'll have this thing fixed for next time sucks for blaney sucks for his yeah. team uh for sure uh but yeah that's uh that was an unfortunate hit for sure hey yeah. we talked about pit road a little bit on this episode how many uh free dinners have you bought your crew <laughs> a lot <laughs> we got some bonuses going but uh no they've been they've been awesome i mean they have been uh they've been on it. I mean, I would say middle of last year we we had uh we had Jeff come over. Um he was actually at JGR and then he came over from oh. from there and um but uh he was I'm not in part charge yeah. of that uh hiring. Yeah, right. he he um he was in the he was on the 7 for a while, maybe for a year and then uh came over to us and but we just had a really good group. Oren on the on the rear has been really fast um with the next gen and um, yeah, every guy, I mean, Spencer, uh, Patton, uh, you know, those guys are landing fuel. He's, he's good plug. So yeah, they're all, they're all good. They got a good like swagger about it. I like there. that. He says he's a good plug. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Clean uh, plug. So Ross wins the race. This is really the first we've seen Ross in a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ever since, as I said, I feel like ever since Darlington when Mr. H getting the old better stop wrecking my cars I, you know first thing i thought was like oh mr hendrick doesn't turn the the button off on the old information share at the old technical center on them but they came back strong uh this is a it was one of a dominant weekend really for the one car you know winning the race winning the pole um being fast in practice and so um i you know i i think this whole narrative of you know them backing him down i I think that just it was circumstances where his cars weren't fast yeah. really over the last you know month or so. Um, I think he's still very aggressive and and will race the way that Ross races, which is which is good and it's successful for him. Um, I I sent him a, a note because uh, he, he he gave me a, he came into my victory lane at uh, where at Kansas, Kansas. yeah and uh, I sent him a message. I said you know hey I would have came see you in your victory lane, but I'm I'm trying to get the hell out of Nashville and the the <laughs> the, the airport route they shut off you know after an hour. So I'm like uh, you know congrats, but yeah um, yeah because you know Bob Bob Pockers puts me on the spot and was like so yep. he congratulated you in victory lane. Are you gonna go congratulate him? Yeah, and I'm like Bob, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like traffic, Bob. Bob they're in the tunnel in 15 minutes, Bob. I need you to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I did send him a nice text. He 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 did good, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that team. Yeah, it, 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 it They were fast this weekend. They had some ups and downs. Like even on tracks that were similar to this, they didn't show this kind of speed. So they must have hit something, some sort of setup that was good uh, yeah. for them. But um, we'll see where this where, where this leads. Yeah. Um, 
think this was one that they really wanted to with Justin. Trying yeah, to that makes a, sense. A Nashville. Yeah, Ross is good there too. I mean, concrete tracks. They were good at Dover. They were they were fast there. Finished second. Ah, that's so, a great point. Yeah, great point. Something so it was there. Martin Truex. So yeah, so it was Truex. Yep. Um, I thought you know Truex was the best at Dover. We were kind of right behind him, but then Ross, I remember, was was very good as well. Yeah, I mean Nashville in general. I thought the uh, SMI they did a good job. They got to fix a few lights on the scoreboard. I didn't know what lap it was. Yeah, you're able to look at that thing. <laughs> yeah, during oh, caution. Oh yeah, I can. I, I look up and around. I was like. Wait a minute, is it lap 187 or lap 107? I, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a few, a few light dots bulbs there. out there. Yeah. But uh, it, was a, it was a sellout crowd. I mean, I from the infield, I thought the infield was, the, the hype was really good there. Yeah. Um, thank goodness. I was doing the uh, driver intros with Kyle Larson, and we were riding in the truck. I'm like, wow. Could you imagine? Like, they're so lucky that they're in the shade when this race is starting. Like, yeah. had we started at 3 o'clock, they would have been Bake City out yeah. there uh so it's it's certainly easier for the for the fans watching at the racetrack to start at six o'clock i know it's a yeah. better tv window uh it definitely puts you in a in a bind when showers come uh, come about and when i was driving to the track i noticed there was some showers and i'm like oh man <laughs> i was hoping it was not going to be one of those long nights of lightning and whatnot but we we got yeah. it through and and uh i thought it was a, a successful weekend in Asheville. Uh, definitely would like to see them get it to that fairgrounds, right? Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> that place is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's that, a, I, I think you know, a good show. I think it it's coming. You know, Marcus and his team's working really hard to to make that happen. I saw the renderings of it; looked very cool. Mm. Do you think they could do both? Like Nashville Super Speedway is a pretty good race now. Yeah, I mean, and they've they're getting the crowd. Yeah, right. And so I think that there's a there's certainly an opportunity. Um, with that market to to be there. I mean, there's an argument made right of never go to the same place twice. Mm -hmm. I disagree with that. I think, you know, you've got, as long as you've got good facilities and, and it's a good crowd that shows up, then, then you, then you should. So I would, I would like to see them probably keep both of them on the schedule. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Um, what do you think we're going to see, uh, at Chicago? Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, I think it's going to be, um, Hard to pass. I mean, I don't think there's going to be any passing. Really. I mean, there. Well, there's some breaking zones, so I do. There think, are. Yeah. It's just what leads to them. Yeah. Would likely cause a gap. Right. 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 Yeah. I think it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be restarts, and it's going to be uh, strategy. I think it's going to be big time strategy. Yeah. But um, I could see it being like the Roval. So I. I don't know if that's that. That's you know, fair. Yeah. It's probably fair. Bumpy off camber kind of corners, but. Um, yeah, I haven't ran enough to know what it's like, but I know turn four is like a fast right-hander that goes off camber. I think there's going to be a lot of toe links there. I, a lot of left rears. I think I spent an hour and a half on the sim and didn't make it past turn four. Like really? I just kept leaving pit road, <laughs> crashing four, leave pit road, <laughs> crashing four and did that for an hour and a half. Like, I was just oh. like, what the, what the hell? Like, I mean, but don't bet Danny him on this. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to figure it out. I'll get it figured out. Um, yeah, but I, you know, it's definitely more about the event, right? It's yeah. certainly, we, we all know that and, yeah. and we're, we've got to lean into that, that it's, you know, we're, we're taking the, you know, NASCAR cars and the yeah. racing to the town of Chicago. And, um, you know, I came from a team owner council meeting where they, you know, said that, you know, a large percentage of the new fans 
or, or the fans that have bought tickets for Chicago are, are first time fans. So that's wow. what you that's what we did in LA, right? Yeah. We we uh when we went there, I think it was like sixty or seventy percent were new fans. So mm. uh hopefully this is a, a success because I know they're putting a lot of effort into it. They're promoting it well. Uh, yeah. uh my friend Cara who um, you know, does the sports stuff in Chicago. She sends me pictures of, of all yeah. the, you know, NASCAR banners and stuff, um, uh, advertisements that are going on there. So, yeah. um, hopefully we have a good crowd, um, excited for that. And then, you know, it's it certainly from a driver's perspective, it's gonna be hard for us not to be critical, right? Yeah. And say, oh, well, it's not this or not that. And yeah, it's just leaning into the event itself and, and understanding, you know, it's a Agreed. historic event for our, our series to be on a first uh, street course for the first time. Yeah. Um, you know. I think being closer to cities is, is good. Yeah. You know, I think for um, just being younger, I think I get a lot more engagement from, from my friends uh, when it's around, you know, closer markets. Like Nashville is a lot closer to the city than most places. So it's um yeah just we need more of that we need that crossover to get new fans engaged yep my my crew chief thought that the best strategy is if if we're not in in the top five we need to be dead last because <laughs> when the yep. wreck happens in turn four or these turns that have one lane he's like they're all just going to pile in and so you just want to be far enough back to yep. not be in it so yeah uh i've got to get somehow to the top five so you better have <laughs> rocket boosters on this thing so i'd say so um yeah i think it's uh i, I just hope that we can stay green long enough right yeah. I, you don't want to lose momentum with yellow flags yeah. and you certainly don't want yellow flags within the last 10 laps of the race because yeah. it might not ever end <laughs> it i mean we could have an Put unprecedented nine green white checkers <laughs> to finish the chicago race because yep. it just again it funnels down yeah. to 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 one and a half lanes in in, yeah. in some portions of the track so. the leader is going to be the most nervous when the <laughs> caution comes out he's going to be like where do i break like he's going to go in there and oh, he's, that's you know it's point. just like the roval he's going to be I mean, the Roval that first year was like, you know, old tires. And you know what? Turn one, yeah. I, even in sim, I've missed that quite a few times, like not realizing that it, it, it's 90 yeah. degrees. Yeah. So it's, it's a, yeah, it's a challenge. It, it is, is. going to challenge us drivers for sure. It might be so challenging though, that we might, you know, we might kind of get through more corners than we think. You I know? Sometimes could we be do that. that we're not confident, right? Yeah. So we're, we're, we're easing into it. I yeah. mean, I, I think that there'll be significant uh practice crashes yeah. uh, you know certainly in xfinity series yeah. it is going to be i don't know how much track time they're going to get so you better be ready everyone have their all the xfinity drivers have your helmet on your your <laughs> be buckled down ready to go when they drop the green because who knows how much time you're going to get yeah safe to say there's a lot of backups going to this race yes oh yeah dear danny we've got some questions that we want to ask And we need him fast We tried to ask Junior But his answers were lame And with DBC It was more of the same Now we're calling on you Cause you're our only hope This ain't the race track So maybe you won't choke Dear Denny what, what do you got there for questions? Uh, yeah, I was pulling up some questions here This is our Dear Denny and William section uh, The first one Because this is just an overwhelming uh, a lot of responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This question pops up on here a lot. Um, Texas 2022. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
I knew this would come it's, up. Hey, it's not too late to say I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I want to have. I want to have a. Uh, it's this. This as if you've seen the Sunday conversation. This is the uh, the part of the uh, a new segment called "Not Too Late to Say I'm Sorry." Uh, so uh, let's yeah. hash. Let's hash it out hash from it out. Texas 2022 uh, playoff race. Basically, I did to you what I did to Chase. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know whether I should be thanking you that you didn't <laughs> just <laughs> destroy me down the straightaway. Well, I ran you down the racetrack. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so these these race cars, we were talking about how you can manipulate the person beside you. and mm. um, I, I, You're good at that. <laughs> I, I essentially put William to a decision uh, off the corner because I wanted to get, I was trying to get up. And I knew the closer I got to his left side of his car, it was going to make him tighter. Mm. Um, I didn't anticipate at the time my car taking off with his. And so usually when you do that, th their car gets tight, and then you can just kind of pull back down. Well, yeah. I went up there tight with him and and caused him to door the fence. And uh, I didn't tear up your car, by the yeah. way. I didn't tear up Chase's either. But, but it, I got him into the wall. And Willie B., the introverted child uh <laughs> from his younger days turned into uh hulk and says i'm going to get this guy and uh spins you, me out on a caution you well he's bad I, I don't think i've ever seen you yeah retaliate i i was um you know i i told you on the phone i was um yeah i think when i when i got to you under caution i definitely meant to send a message <laughs> yeah. but when you went spinning through the infield i was like oh <laughs> that's not good <laughs> did you think that nascar was gonna penalize you in the um, moment, you know what I thought. I thought so, yeah. Um, and then I thought, I thought maybe they didn't see it, or maybe it just was an awkward circumstance yeah. where I hit him because I did hit you off center a little bit, and I mean, I hit you hard. But, yeah, you know, I. But I, um, yeah, I was. I think you know a little bit more red mist than than <laughs> I probably anticipated, and um, yeah, like I said after and said to you, I I meant to, you know deliver a message but i didn't when you went spinning i'm like oh no <laughs> yeah it's not good i mean that i took I, away his chance to win and yeah. yeah i mean i thought we we definitely did but i mean i'm the one that i i, I crowded him and uh again it was trying to manipulate his car to have to lift and um you know it, it all worked out we we both made the next round and, and yeah. all right yeah we did yeah we yeah. both made the next round um yeah. and so it all worked good and, and like you yeah. said too like we didn't have any issues uh, before that and it, yeah it was just one of those you know product of this next gen car and and really i don't think we realized at the time how common that it, i mean we see it mm -hmm. most mile and a half now now somebody's you know getting up and, and it's getting squeezed and yeah um it's uh it's certainly uh it, it caught me off guard for sure i went from i think third third to <laughs> 20 something that day and yeah. I didn't, didn't. Oh, I think I got in a, about three wrecks after that. Uh, and so I was, <laughs> you I was lined on, up, I was you, on you fire. You probably don't remember you lined up behind me the next restart. I was like, I we did? were like 20th. We, cause we both pitted. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. We both pitted and, and they're like, yeah, 11's, you know, chose behind you. I'm like, okay, all right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> we're either going to yeah. wreck big or. No, I, I wasn't going to do that for sure, especially, you know, playoff race. I, I, under, I understood that. Yeah. But I remember early in your career, uh, who was it that was trying to get you to wreck somebody? I, Chad. Well, Chad, right? He was like, I'll, if you don't do something, yeah. 
I ran Kyle tight in one in, in turn was one. Was this at Watkins Glen? At Watkins Glen. Glen, yeah. He was faster, but it was like lap two or three. Um, and I just kind of pinched, you know, through the middle of the corner. Um, so he'd have to kind of pinch his, you know, and he just, I guess he hit me in the door and spun. And uh, he got back to me and sent me through the grass, through the, uh, through, uh, the bus stop. And, you know, Chad's like, if you don't do something, I'm... You know, we're gonna have an issue after the race. So And then uh, you destroyed the front of your car. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I was an idiot. So <laughs> he was uh yeah, it wasn't his fault. It was just my fault for being being an idiot. But uh man live and learn. Live and learn, live right? Live and learn. But yeah. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, uh I I appreciate you you coming on because this is uh it's been enlightening for sure. And um jared do you have any others you want to well following up on that do you have any tips for daniel on how to win an appeal for race manipulation oh well (laughs) (laughs) i don't know oh jared (laughs) off the top rope (laughs) off the top Uh, rope i don't Uh, know man that was in here that was come on hey we've never been in that we promised him we would not get him in trouble (laughs) let's let's move on from that never been in that position but i was definitely listening i was like oh I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pickleball. Do you play pickleball? I don't. Not yet. You need to take it up. It's to. fun. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, quite a few of us, um, you know, do it now and it's easier for my old, my old joints, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun. We, one of the questions I, I saw was like, who would win in a pickleball? I'm like, well, I probably would because yeah. he, he hasn't played, but Jared, he, he yeah. just took it up too. And he, he thinks he's better than I am. I am. Not think. <laughs> he, yeah. He thinks. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it seems like a lot of fun. My girlfriend tries to get me to play, but golf is just more accessible. It's yeah, <laughs> golf's for the boys. But. You ever had any interesting scenarios with what's that? The girlfriend and um, no, I think Ryan and I are we we knew each other um way back before I started dating her, so um it was a little awkward at first, you know, because I didn't really ask him if I could date Aaron, so. It, felt bad about should that. Should you but have? To, I don't know. Yeah, have to? I don't know if I should have. So, uh, but he brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, we're we're dating." But uh, yeah, I mean, we get along really well, so it's it's yeah, you know, it's it's cool. I mean, Ryan's yeah. a pretty easygoing, low key guy. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, such is life, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it goes, and I mean, we've been dating for four years, so it's y'all do like news. double dates and stuff. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah, with Gianna and him. So yeah, we do. That's cool. Do you still trust, is William still your pick to the NASCAR driver to babysit your kids? Oh, jeez. Why is that, by the way? I, I just, just think you're a nice, responsible yeah. young man. Responsible, yeah. The last question I have, uh, William, is, is Denny has always said that as a racer, all he wants or has wanted was for his peers to respect him on the yeah. racetrack. Uh, what does it mean to you that guys that are 20 years older than you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's you? really all it is for me. You know, I think when I started out, it was like, you know, I, I could tell I had to earn the respect because you just come in and guys don't really want to talk to you. You're like, you know, how's this kid going to do if you, you know, if you, if you make a mistake, they're, you know, critical. But I think now it's getting the respect of the older guys is definitely, that's always been important to me because I feel like, I don't know, that's just one of my values, I think. And so it just, um, so yeah, I feel like I have that now. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I knew I was, I was only going to keep you an hour. So yeah, no uh, appreciate it. Uh, hopefully made it painless for you and comp um, meeting up next. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, can I listen in? Oh, well, I don't know about that. They'll probably ask me <laughs> how it went. <laughs> All right. 
Well, uh, thank you. Thanks for William. Uh, tune in, guys, next week after Chicago. I'm sure we're going to have some exciting things to talk about, and uh, we'll see you. Cool. Thank you all. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.